I'm Dana Lloyd. Welcome to Soul Sister Conversations, the podcast, where you will be inspired and empowered to connect more deeply with your authentic self as we explore topics of personal development, leadership, and spirituality. Your journey to your most authentic self starts right now. Today, we are talking about sound healing. Sound healing therapy has been practiced in many cultures for thousands of years. It has become increasingly popular in Western society as more and more people are recognizing and experiencing the benefits it has. Today, Anthony Kerwin, a sound healing therapist, is my guest. He shares about the power of sound healing, its benefits, and how sound therapy fits into your healing. Anthony Kerwin, welcome to Soul Sister Conversations. Hi, Dana. How are you? I am so delighted to have you uh, in conversation with me today because I've been looking to do a recording on sound healing for a while. And for some reason, I just couldn't find somebody or get somebody. And suddenly you, you I was able to connect with you and, and find your website. And uh, so I'm delighted to be able to talk about this topic. And, and I'm sure your authentic journey is connected to that in some way. And I'd love to hear about that. Um, but first, you are a certified yoga and meditation instructor. You're a Reiki practitioner, sound healing therapist, and a certified holistic health coach. And I know you do sound healing. So I don't know if we begin with sound healing or we begin with what you do. Like, what is a holistic health coach? And how did you get on that path, maybe? Yeah, okay. So a holistic health coach, we, we look at health in a holistic approach, right? So it's um, the Western medical system looks at health as they look at your symptoms and they prescribe a medication or they do an operation to deal with that symptom to help alleviate the symptom, but they don't ever get to the root cause of the health issue. So in holistic, um, when we look at holistic health, we look at getting to the root cause of the issue. What is causing the symptom? And when you get to that root cause, you heal um, as opposed to just medicate and have side effects from, you know, these medications. So, and you don't just heal, like, there's many ways to heal the body, right? You can do this through, obviously through food, but also through stress management. 90% of doctor's visits is because of stress, some sort of stress related thing. So do you know how to do things like breath work, um, meditation? Uh, there's so many things we can do to help mitigate stress. And that is a huge thing for helping people to heal eating a diet that's unique for their blueprint, their own unique food blueprint, right? You see all this all the time, people pushing some diet that uh, healed them. Well, we're all unique. So we need to understand that. And we need to realize that and tap into that. What foods are right for me? Am I a protein type, a carb type? Am I a mixed type, uh, fast oxidizer, slow oxidizer? These are all pieces of the puzzle that you put together as a health coach to help people uh, see the big picture so that they can become healthy and stay healthy. They're empowered. They have the tools to stay healthy and uh, not let disease come into their lives. How did you get interested in this? Like, where does your story begin? Because I, I know you were you're a yoga and meditation instructor and you had a corporate job, but you, you were, I guess, so where's the beginning of that for you? Okay, so yeah, it could be a long story, this, but I'll try to uh, to make it a little, you know, Cole's noted for you. Um, really, I'm, I'm type one diabetic. So at 21 years of age, I was diagnosed with type one diabetes, and once I was diagnosed with type one diabetes, uh, I was in the medical system, and I basically was doing everything they were telling me to do. I was eating the foods they were telling me to do, 
and I wasn't getting better. I was, I was really feeling, um, high blood sugars. I was suffering from high blood sugar. So uh, after around 10 years of being in that system and really between, you know, so 21 to 31 and being really kind of sick and not feeling well, I finally had the epiphany to basically take the power into my own hands. I came across a doctor down in Patagonia, Arizona that was healing type two diabetics with um, holistic ways. And he was getting good results for type ones as well. It's tough to heal type one diabetes because you are literally on um, insulin, right? So, so that can be an issue. So, but I wanted to learn how to just start to feel better about myself and how I could do that was I went down there spent a month down there and learned how to, I learned yoga for the first time. I did yoga for the first time, uh, breath work. I did a sweat lodge down there. He was um, a shaman. And just all this really, it, it brought this holistic aspect uh, of spirituality into my life that I didn't have prior to being uh, 31 years of age. So that really kind of opened me up to, wow, there's there's so much more to healing than just eating the right foods. Um, there's multi, multi avenues that can do that. And what did opening you up to that do for you? Is that what made you then? Because often we have these uh, journeys that we've gone through something that we feel like we want to be able to show other people or help them in that same way. Um, what, what did that spiritual awakening or, or, or why was it a spiritual awakening? It was a spiritual awakening because I, I did a seven day juice fast and, and anyone who's fasted mo knows that fasting has the potential to really catapult you into a spiritual awakening and um at the end of that seven day juice fast I, I you free yourself from digestion right when you free all that energy from that goes into digestion you literally your body it's incredible like you just get so much energy after around day, for most people day four five six you start to really get more and more energy um because you're not putting any energy into eating and that it was like a spiritual awakening. I was having conversations with my father that had passed really, really lucid dreams. Um, very, very powerful healing stuff that went on in that through that process. And when I came home and I, I was like, I, this is, we've been basically lied to here. Like this system is just keeping people sick and that's all it's doing. And I wanted to help people like me that really had no idea prior to this, that yes, you can take your power back. You can learn how to heal yourself. You can learn how to deal with this um, condition in a way that it's not going to affect you. You don't have to worry about, you know, these complications of going blind, losing a limb, all these horrible things that they tell you that you know, can happen to you if you don't take care of yourself. Well, in, in that system, I was doing exactly what they were telling me to do. And I was having horrible blood control. So once I had that acquired that knowledge, that that got me to go to inter, the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. It's called IIN. It's a holistic health school. They teach you how to be a coach, really, right? And that was really empowering for me to learn how to coach people to um, help them work through their health issues and give them the power and the tools to do that. And that was a, that was a journey. And then after that, um, getting this came into seven. Healing. So it was like you started that and then I started to get interested in yoga. And one of my uh, girlfriend's friends at the time said, you'd be a great yoga instructor. And I thought, huh, maybe I would be. I don't know. I, you know, I enjoy doing it. So that started my first 200 hour course. And in that course, I had my first sound healing bath. It was an inauguration, basically. And he, this guy came in. His name's Darren Austin. He's down in Ecuador now, but from Toronto. He's a really <laughs> very gifted sound healer. 
And in that process of the, that sound healing journey, I had a, like a spiritual awakening, almost like a Kundalini awakening. It was, it was extremely powerful. And many of the women in that um, class of mine also had the same experience. And it was just for me, it was like, I had no idea that sound could heal and transport you into a different dimension that way. And it was just the catalyst for spiritual growth. I remember driving home that evening and the sunset was like this, this sunset that I've never seen in my life. You know, when, you, when people get this a lot, when they all of a sudden kind of have this bump up in consciousness, everything is more beautiful in this world. And that was my experience. And I was like, wow, that was incredible. So then I started looking more into sound healing. And that's when I went to um, the Sound Healing Academy. It was an online course. I did that in 2019, I think I graduated. And it was very in-depth. It was one-on-one -on -one sound healing as opposed to just sound baths, right? Because you're, you're really looking with one-on-one -on -one sound healing. You really look to deal with the body and how to read the body the the aura and then use specific um, frequencies to help heal because our physical bodies we have this aura around us and these energies come in from outside that field and as they get closer and closer to the body they become denser and denser and if you don't deal with those energies before they get to the body that's when disease and um, things like this start to manifest. So the, the goal of sound healing is you work in that etheric body, you work outside um, that, in that zone of energy, in that aura, that you can really help disperse a lot of these energies before they get closer and denser to the body. So it's, it's a very powerful way, um, just, like, just like Reiki, you know, sound healing and Reiki are very similar. Um, but being a guy, it was just, it was easier. I found doing sound healing. I enjoyed it more. And, um, a lot of my clients are women and it, sound healing is just this, it's like you combine the two together and it's like a next level of healing because the sound really sends people out. I always start with tuning forks. I do a session of tuning forks. I ask, uh, which would be best, what, what program would be best suited for what they're needing. And then I just implement that, uh, tuning fork session. And that's always, always sends people basically out. And that's what's so cool about sound healing is you're kind of like out of your body. You get a lot of people say that they, they literally have out of body experiences looking down at themselves and me treating them and things like that. It, it's that powerful. Wow. And how do you go about determining what people need? So like, and, and you can say your tuning forks. So is it your intuition you're using or what people like? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, I also use a pendulum, but that basically is my intuition, right? So a pendulum, I'll ask, I'll have a chart of uh, six or seven different protocols and I'll just go through that and I'll be just asking which one is suited best for them. It'll give me an answer. Yes or no. That's how a pendulum works. Um, so that's typically how I'll do that. And then on the tuning forks, when you're in that field, you can hear the distortion. So where there's dense areas in people's auras, you'll hear, like if I'm using any, even a Tibetan bowl, you can work through these fields and you'll hear the sound. You're, you train your ear to hear the different sounds. And when you're in those areas of density, you can stay there for a little longer and you can help, uh, loosen that energy up and help release it. And this is when people, um, they, after these sessions, they can just feel like really, really relaxed. They can send them into a state of parasympathetic that is so deep that very few people can get there unless they're very good at like meditation. Sounds really powerful. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun um, working in those fields and helping people in that way. Because like I said, for the longest time, people are so used to just a pill for every ill. Yeah. Um, but people are really waking up to this now. They, they're understanding 
uh, energy healing a lot more. Even in northern New Brunswick here, you know, this was kind of like going back in a time machine two decades. Because <laughs> 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 they're coming from Toronto area, the GTA, right? People are really, they're setting their ways. And they haven't really moved forward. But um, Reiki here is still, people don't understand Reiki. They, they're not really into sound healing too much here yet. That's a little too advanced. But certainly Reiki, they've heard about it somewhere in the past, and they're very inquisitive, and they're, they're calling up asking about it. So we're seeing a shift. The consciousness is changing. People are wanting change. They want to heal. They want, they want to feel better, and they know that the existing system is not making them feel better. So true. And what do you think people don't understand about it? Or what, it, what, what scares them or what keeps them from uh, sound healing as, an all, as a modality, do you think? I think it's just they've never heard of it. So people are usually drawn to things that at least have come across their path once, twice, three times, right? So Reiki has been around for a very long time. My mother was a Reiki master. I I did my first attunement with her when I was like 12 years old. Um, And I didn't touch Reiki again until I was 30 years old. I did my level two after she had passed, actually. And then I did my master with my... um, my yoga teacher and I did a Kundalini um, master and I did a Usi. So there's two different kind of styles of, of Reiki. Uh, there's Usi, which uh, is the original style and then master Kathumi, which is an ascended master. He brought his technique uh, to the world as well. So um, yeah, they're, they're both very different, but they're people like that people when they've heard of something and they're, they're desperate to, for change to feel better. They'll typically gravitate to something at least they've heard of. And just in northern New Brunswick here, sound healing is this area anyways. Yeah, it, it's so new. They, they have no idea that sound can, make, can have these kinds of benefits. It's, it's a little too far out there for them. But I'm working <laughs> on changing that. <laughs> I'm working on changing that. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, it's like anything when it's new, right? It takes a lot of effort to to carve out a new path and for people to be uh, familiar with it. So part of the reason why we're, we're chatting today, because I'm even curious myself because I've heard about it, but uh, don't really know about it. And I'm curious about who would come to you. Like are people coming because they're just generally not feeling well, or they're looking to fix a certain thing or what, what can it help with? Oh my gosh, because it has the potential to break down these denser energies around us, you know, it can work on so many things. Depression is a huge one that a lot of people come for um, that are feeling depressed. Um, People that have worked through a lot of trauma in their lives, right? Um, It could be sexual abuse, it could be physical abuse, it could be all kinds of things. These types of traumas get stored in our bodies, right? And we hold on to these traumas uh, in our physical body. So the, the sound healing um, really can help loosen that stuff up. I don't get people to relive the traumas, but we, we talk about certain aspects of it and we send love to that aspect of themselves. We look at the, you know, their, who they were, especially if they're children. It's a lot of inner child healing. A lot of this stuff's going on right now to um, you have to heal the old stuff to move forward. And we hold on to trauma for absolutely decades, some people, right? Especially as children, because it's the inner child healing. When you're you're children, you rely on, say, your parents or your caretaker, whoever that is, a babysitter for survival, right? And you'll do anything they say because you can't take care of yourself. So you do what they say and and then you hide aspects of who you are. 
um, through that process, right? You don't, you're not truly authentically yourself because you, and the people will hold on to that. As a child, you learn all this stuff and then you just move forward in life. So down healing, you can go really deep into, and same with Reiki, you can go really deep into working with these old traumatic patterns. Um, I've also had like my tuning forks, people have arthritis, things like that. You can use tuning forks on the arthritic joints and get really good relief. Um, stress management really that's a big one like just people are stressed you know they're in they're constantly in the fight or flight um part of their sympathetic right they're not in their parasympathetic the rest and digest aspect so that's one of the biggest aspects of this type of work is getting people into their parasympathetic and they kind of stay there for a while you know they get a treatment like this and it's it brings them in so deep that they will typically for a few weeks after really be just more chill. They won't be triggered as much because it's just really helped their nervous system kind of balance out. I'm curious, do you have to be um, in person for this or do you do virtual work? I, I haven't done much virtual work, but you absolutely could do virtual work, but um obviously being in person would be the best because you're you're there you're right there um but the virtual work is is interesting it's absolutely because when i do reiki work for example you can do reiki work anywhere right you can send energy across the world it's not an issue whatsoever um and typically what i'll use is just like a teddy bear right and you do your energy scan with the bear you it's the person right so you're just basically going through the same process so i don't see why I couldn't do that with my sound healing as well. It would have to be just have probably have a good mic in the room. And that person would have to definitely be just in a nice, comfortable place where they're quiet with a good set of headphones on so they could hear. Um, and I would just have to play with that to make sure there's no distortion or anything in that uh, field for them. That what they're hearing is, is the true aspects of the notes and sounds I'm creating for them. Um, so that it's definitely something I would love to try for sure. When you said break down the energies when you're doing this work, so and th that there's often like these energies hanging around in our aura, what happens in the sound healing that you know that's a maybe a dark energy that needs to be addressed? Is it um, the sound changes? Yeah, exactly. They're denser. So depending on what you're using, because I use a multiple of, so I use gongs, for example. I use a wind gong. I use tuning forks. Um, I use Tibetan bowls. I use crystal bowls. But really for scanning the aura, typically tuning forks are one of the best ways because tuning forks are the most precise instrument there is, right? So if you want 128 hertz, a tuning fork, you hit that, you're going to get 128 hertz right on the button. But if you try to do that with a crystal bowl, you're going to get usually within 20 points either direction. So that's not going to be as specific. Um, so yeah, you can use, um, and you just get used to the sound. So you have your specific tools. So I also have a Tibetan bowl that I really like. I know the pitch of it very well. I strike that and I move it through that field. And if there's denser energy and that, that denser energy is always traumatic trauma stuff, right? We are light bodies. We're meant to be very light and our, and our vibration of our bodies right now, the frequency of our bodies is increasing dramatically right now. We are going through an ascension process on this planet. So through this process of us ascending into higher states of consciousness, 
our light bodies are turning on. We're turning on more DNA, right? We, they always said we had two strains of DNA, the rest were junk. Well, that was a load of malarkey, right? We're turning on more DNA. We're expanding our consciousness right now. This is literally what's happening on the planet. So we're having to shed this old density, all this old stuff that's in our, in our uh, energetic fields. It's important to shed that so it's less uncomfortable uh, for us to go through this process. More and more, it'll just keep coming up. If you don't deal with the emotion, the emotion will come up again. But typically yeah. what people will do is they'll stuff down that emotion with alcohol, cigarettes, porn, Netflix, exercise, whatever they, whatever their go-to is, is when they feel uncomfortable and that these, this stuff is coming up and it's like, it's icky. They'll go to something else to take their mind off it and it will go away, but it'll always come back. So what I encourage people to do is when this stuff comes up, have the courage to just go somewhere, sit with whatever's coming up as, as uncomfortable it is and just breathe, do some deep belly breathing in through the nose, out through the nose, really, and just sit with this stuff. And it's just energy. And if you have the courage to sit with this stuff, it'll actually move out of your system and it won't ever come back again. You'll finally start to move it yourself. Okay. But sound healing and Reiki can help expedite that even more. So when you find um, an energy that is heavy that needs to be moved, does just identifying it with a sound, does that make it break down or do you have to do something then to get rid of the energy? No, you can do that with sound. Absolutely. You can use frequencies, distorted frequencies, like the interval of the first, second, and third. Those intervals are very distorted. So I can use two crystal boils, bowls that will give me that interval of the first, second, and third interval. And that's very distorted. And that is very good at breaking up these old dense energies. Um, so that's exactly how I would do it. And then when stuff comes up for people, you know, we usually set an attention at the beginning of the treatment, something they want to work on. And then when you're done the treatment you just talk about what came up people get visions insights of all kinds of old traumas and even past lives all kinds of stuff come up and then you just talk about it and it helps integrate it and it helps move this stuff out because a lot of this stuff uh, especially if you're a young child and things happen to you you just block it out it goes into the subconscious mind and it's there affecting you physically but you have no idea what's affecting you some of the stuff you don't even remember so it's, um, it can be a very powerful way to help heal um, old traumas and things like that. Yeah, it sounds amazing. I mean, there seems to be lots of different ways to do it. So it's nice to hear about another modality, especially a new one. If it's like you say here in New Brunswick and especially northern New Brunswick, where we might not hear about this as much or be as introduced to it. And I think the, one of the very, I mean, I've heard of sound healing before, but I think I was watching uh, Dragon's Den years ago and Brett Wilson was one of the dragons on that show and he had prostate cancer and someone had come on to present a business around sound healing. And I remember him, I, I don't know if it's much as investment, but he believed in what he did because he said it was a, uh, an integral part of his healing or he used it as part of his healing. And um, for some people that may, may think of it's hokey or, or not something, it's always good to hear people share their experiences because it might help somebody else, especially someone that has that kind of clout and people think of them as um, very successful and um because when you get yeah. sick you'll be willing to try anything right like and i think we turn to other modalities when we're not getting the help that we want in in the current system so yeah that that's exactly it and that's part of my growing up you know i lost both my parents to cancer uh, and they were very young 63 and 62 four years apart um so it really had me question a lot of stuff you know i seen how they suffered in that system 
Um, and it really got me questioning about a lot of things. And when you start doing this research on this stuff, and you start to really understand the body more and where cancer comes from. Cancer is um, usually it's from stuff that you haven't healed, right? It's a lot of anger. Typically, cancer is an anger uh, disease. If you, if you hold on to anger, um, cancer can be one of these things that shows up in your life. So understanding that, uh, you know, you got to deal with the root cause of it. Where is the anger coming from? What in your life haven't you healed? These are all really important things. And then you hold usually that in a certain area. So for um, Brett there, he would have most likely had treatments where they would target the area where the cancer was and you help release this energy, right? You use the sound vibrations to go deep uh, into the body and as well work in those outer uh, energy layers as well. So yeah, it's just a, it's a completely different way of thinking about medicine. Um, and it's been very much tabooed and suppressed for a very long time because there's, you know, big parties at hand that are look to, uh, obviously make a lot of money doing what they're doing. But if we look at, for example, cancer has been treated the same way for 50 years, there's been no advancements on this. And when you start looking to it, there's a lot of natural cures for it. They just, they, they never um, allow this stuff to be brought to light. So we're seeing a big change in the world right now. And it's, it's really exciting um, to see humanity shifting into a much higher state of consciousness where they're not being spoon fed and believing everything they used to believe, right? This is what the old 3D paradigm was, is people in that consciousness state, they would just be, they were running programs. We've been deeply programmed as a society to believe your doctor, believe your government, believe whatever you want, and you just believe it. You don't question it, don't question it. Don't question authority. Everybody's doing that now. Through the last three years, what is at least that's done for people is that you have to really question what is going on, and it's going to get more and more crazy for them until they start questioning what's going on, right? Because the world right now, as we can see, it's just, it just gets more and more crazy. Well, it's, that's by design, right? That's to wake people up. It's a massive awakening, yeah. And I think we all have to come to our own awakenings as well. And I'm curious about your connection. What You had your type one diabetes and what role did sound healing play in that? With or, my diabetes? Or, or, yeah, or does it you know, play continuously? Is this something you use for yourself or? Yeah, I, I go to bed every night to uh, 528, Sophagio 528 is a very, but it's not really going to, I wouldn't say for my diabetes, how I manage my type 1 diabetes, right? Because my pancreas really doesn't work, right? So it's different than type 2 diabetes. Type 2 diabetes is complete lifestyle. I can help any type 2 diabetic um, and most get off their medications very quickly because you can bring the body back into homeostasis very easy. That's the reason why you have type 2 diabetes. There's dysfunction in the body, right? For type one, um, technically, especially if you had it for a while, your pancreas just isn't simply not working. So how do I mitigate that? Well, I'm gluten-free, first of all, right? All autoimmune conditions come from a leaky gut. So if you're eating gluten, gluten inflames everybody's gut. It doesn't matter who you are. So if you have an autoimmune condition, you absolutely need to kick gluten. So that's the number one thing. And then you got to learn to mitigate stress because it, an autoimmune condition flares up. If you're stressed, your autoimmune condition is going to flare up. If I'm stressed, my I need more insulin. So it just instantly shows me that how stress is in my body. Uh, if I don't exercise, I immediately need more insulin. 
Um, and that again shows me how good it is for my body just to move and exercise, right? I don't do heavy workouts or anything. I'm not a big fan of CrossFit and things that stress the body out, but I am a big fan of like nice brisk walks in nature and, uh, yoga, you know, but not strenuous yoga. I like yin yoga. Yin yoga is a very gentle, slow stretches. You hold poses for three to five minutes. Um, you really going, it's more of a, it's a yin, it's feminine, right? It's more that feminine energy. It's more. Uh, and that's where we're going for healing. You, you need to go into the yin aspects more to really heal the body. It's more of a surrendering um, type of energy is yin. So um, those are the things that are kind of key for me in my diabetes is really working on my stress, getting exercise and eating the foods that are proper for me, no gluten. And for me personally, my diet, you know, I eat um, clean pastured meats, seafood, right? Right out front of my door here, I got some of the best seafood in the world, lobster, um, oysters, things like this, they're really, really powerful um, for selenium and all kinds of these trace minerals. Um, so I believe in eating local as well, right? We, we should be eating a diet as much as possible within, you know, 20, 30 kilometers of us. If we can do that, it's going to be uh, a lot better for the planet and much healthier for us because there's going to be so much more nutrition in your food when you're eating a diet that's close, closely um, sourced. What have you learned about your healing journey? Oh, to surrender to a lot of it, to, to really, yeah, surrender to it. A lot of it is a, a process of trusting and knowing what I'm doing is right. And especially right now, this, this process that I'm going through, I talked a little bit more about ascension, but this a process of ascension means we're, we're coming into higher states of consciousness means our light bodies are turning on more and more. Our frequency in our body is increasing. And as that happens, we go through a lot of pain. We go through headaches, nausea, um, tiredness, weakness, we uh, brain fog. All this stuff is a, a process of what we're going through right now. So I have to really not get caught up in a lot of this and understand that what I'm working what every a lot of people are going through anyway i'm not going to say everyone but a lot of people are going through these symptoms right now they're on this uh same ascension process and it's just it's just being with it and not knowing i'm doing the best i can and not getting too caught up in this because it can get very frustrating when you don't have energy day in day out for a few days in a row. you're like well, what am i doing wrong it's nothing i'm doing wrong it's 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 a process so as long as i'm fueling the right foods into my body I'm getting them enough sleep, proper good sleep, and I do everything I can to do that. All these certain things are really important for this process. So, yeah, that I think that would be it. Is it just taking it easy and trusting in the process? Once you have the knowledge and you know you're doing everything right, then it's like okay, just go with it and don't overthink. What do you want people to know about sound healing that I maybe haven't asked you about? Um, there's, I would say try anything right now like you can go on youtube and you can just follow your intuition there's so much stuff on youtube and you can look at sulfagio frequencies you can do a little research on this you can and you can listen to this stuff with some headphones just definitely make sure you wear headphones when you listen to the the stuff off of these platforms spotify um why Apple is that Playware. Because there was binaural beats in the music, so you have to have headphones on to get the binaural beats. And if you, do you know what binaural beats are? No. So there's a different frequency in each ear. Okay, so there'll be say 
eight frequencies uh, hertz on your left ear and 16 in your right. Well, that's six, so there's, there's a six frequency, six hertz frequency difference. Okay. And that would be the same frequency as the planet Earth. So the Schumann resonance on the Earth is roughly seven hertz. So that is the natural frequency that our bodies are in, in climatized to, right? That is Mother Earth gives off that Schumann resonance at roughly seven to eight hertz. It's, it's going up and down all over the place right now because she is a sentient being that is going through this ascension process as well. It goes up to 20 hertz sometimes when the solar flares come in. But it's um, this is really powerful stuff. So when you have headphones on, you will get the proper binaural beats and you'll get that entrainment in the brain. It's going back and forth, back and forth, and you get... Uh, a lot of that benefit of that. So that would be something I would say recommend people is um, you don't have to go spend a lot of money at a therapist or a healer or whatever. You can literally go online and just start playing with some of the sound healing stuff that is there available to you on these platforms. Um, I was just on YouTube the other day and I listened to this incredible gong bath in Europe. The guy had like 10, 15 pasty gongs um and he just did a whole sound bath and i just sat there laid back and listened to it and it was absolutely spectacular the sound came through really well there was no distortion really enjoyed it so just don't be afraid to just start searching this stuff out and looking on these platforms and then if you enjoy that um then you could also just google in your area you know sound healing therapist and see what comes up and um, I would always say, give that a try too, because it's something about being in person and having it specialized for you when you get a sound healing therapist, um, they understand how to specialize the treatment for the individual person. And that can be really amazing too, but just start somewhere, don't be afraid. And uh, you'll find some of the, I go to bed every night, like I said, to that stuff. And uh, it, it just helps me sleep. So much quicker, it's, it's amazing how powerful it is. Well, this has been an enlightening conversation, and I've really enjoyed learning about this. It's it's kind of like finally I can check it off because I've heard about sound healing. I I want to learn more about it, so I really appreciate you uh, joining me in conversation today. How can people reach you? What's the best way if they're interested in connecting with you and finding out more? Um, yeah, so melanant.com. So I think you'll have this in your links there. Yeah, the, I'll put it in the show out. notes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, melanance.com. And um, yeah, we're, we've been creating um, a program for people if they want to take their health back and get out of the medical system and really reclaim their health sovereignty. That is a program we're going to be launching in the next week or two with a special rate for people who are on that list. So if they go to melanance.com uh, and they can find us on TikTok at that same handle, melanance. Um, that is a big handle that I do videos, two or three videos a day talking about health, how to reclaim your health. And uh, it's a beautiful community there as well. Everyone supports each other and helps um, everyone kind of wake up out of this uh, corrupt system and get and reclaim their health and get back on track. So that would be the best place to get a hold of us. Perfect. And for people, if they're listening to that, Melanth, it's Mel, M-E-L, and A-N-D, Anth, A-N-T-H dot com. But I'll have it in the show notes as well. Thank you very much, Anthony, for having this conversation with me. I really, really enjoyed it. All right, me too. Thanks, Dana. Have a great day. That was such a great conversation. 
If you loved it too, subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Please go to iTunes to rate and review this podcast. And if you want to continue the conversation, connect with Soul Sister Conversations on the Facebook and Instagram pages. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at Dana Lloyd Leadership, on Twitter at Coach Dana underscore Lloyd, and of course on LinkedIn. See you next week.